0: Hey, welcome back. Uh, this is Dormain Drewitz, and we're on for another episode, uh, episode, episode of Zo Talk. With me today is John Pace from Dick Sporting Goods. John, say hello, please.
1: Hello. Thanks, Dormain, for having me on. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So it's, <laughs> it's great to be here.
0: Awesome. It's good to have you on as well. So this one, um, today's interview is going to be a uh, A sort of part two, if you will, in what I hope to be a little bit of a series, looking at folks who've made the journey from uh, vSphere pro uh, focused on more of the infrastructure side uh, to more of a devops pro uh, platform engineer cloud engineer, whatever you want to call it um, and so uh, John here has has uh, another uh, background that fits into this profile so I'm going to run uh similar questions by you as, as we had with uh, Neville George on a couple episodes ago. And, um, sure. let's sort of, let's sort of see what we can learn from your journey. Um, so the first question is just kind of just a little bit of a backgrounder on how you got into, uh, the world of, of technology, um, and found yourself as a, as a vSphere pro.
1: Sure. So, um, my name is John Pace. I'm a senior platform engineer with Dick Sporting Goods. Um, our platform journey is um, pretty young. Uh, we've been doing this for a few years now. So um, it's been an exciting change and exciting culture change within the organization as well. Um, and yeah, Neville's, it was a great podcast and he's. Comcast has been a good um, resource for us as well and, and a collaborator uh, in that space. So that's been fun to get to know him and, and those guys a little bit. For me as a vSphere admin, um, I've always been on the infrastructure side of things. Um, I've always, um, in, in a couple jobs past, uh, ran the infrastructure we used. Um, Hyper-V at the time for our hypervisor, and a company came in and kind of changed things up. And when they did, that was one of the things that that got changed. So our, my experience with it was diving in and migrating those workloads, and updating storage, and doing all those things uh, that you would normally do, and then you know switching that to the vSphere platform. And that was really good um, experience that uh, I was able to take with me to a um, consulting gig. For a while and doing those kind of things with other customers and, and looking at other vSphere implementations um, and, and that world. And then um, kind of getting into Dick Sporting Goods, um, I was I, I came over as a systems engineer on the infrastructure side doing some stuff from the consulting um, gig that I was at before and kind of just really liked what was going on there and, and kind of stuck there and bringing, bringing that experience again to that ro- uh, that role Uh, Within Dick's Sporting Goods, so yeah, it's been a journey of a probably longer than just a few years. It's probably been ten years or something. Time flies, I guess, when you're having fun. Um, But yeah, it's been a good opportunity to to kind of use those skills. It's uh, across multiple jobs and platforms. So
0: yeah, no, that's um, that's interesting to like like you know you had to be really intimate and familiar with two different. uh, virtualization technologies and, and ecosystems to to then go and and do that again and again um, and so yeah that's uh, that brings its own unique perspective
1: um, it does and it's very similar to like the the overall journey that we'll we'll get into I'm sure as we continue the conversation with going from vSphere to platform it's a lot of that same kind of mindset where you're taking similar ideas or uh, that may be on different tech and then you're just kind of moving that and and Making the pivot between uh, different platforms or environments.
0: Mm. Okay, let's come back to that. Let's let's tuck that away because I think that's that's definitely going to come up again. Maybe just thinking to okay, uh, you mentioned uh, joining the Dix team as a as a systems engineer, sort of transitioning out of consulting for a while. What is the what is the day in the life for John? What did it look like um, in that role? And because uh, I imagine it would have been different. From the consulting work you were doing, but what did it what did it look like in that that systems engineering role, and then maybe what does it look like now as a senior platform engineer?
1: Yeah, so consulting was always fun because you get that that the idea of of multiple um, environments, different customers, and you know you get to experience a lot of really different tech, whether it be mature. Uh, very developed environments versus, you know, immature new things or or legacy systems that you're wanting to, you know, update or uh, move on with. I'm working at um, the exporting goods on the engineering side. It was a lot in the um, Microsoft stack of stuff. It was doing a lot of monitoring and everything in the scom world. That's how kind of how I got brought into that and then kind of developed other I've always been one to kind of reach into other technologies and constantly try to change and learn new things and kind of experience that. And so getting into you know on the infrastructure side as a whole and and still um, taking those skill sets. Uh, from the SCOM world, integrating into, like, trying to do, like, custom monitoring, different things, and bridge that gap into the, you know, B Center on that side and that infrastructure team and kind of, you know, keep learning and doing new things. Um, that was kind of where it started. And then, you know, again, developed into more mindsets around public cloud um, at the at DSG and kind of getting um, my feet wet into that and and. and Looking at public cloud as an option for you know, DevOps or other kind of environments that we would yeah. normally do on prem.
0: So what what kind of and also just to just to clarify, SCOM. Um, if I if I dust off my oh yeah, I'm so Microsoft, sorry. Yes, uh, a- acronym system center operations manager.
1: Very good. Yes. Yeah. So very very nice.
0: I lost you. my circle. Gets the
1: square. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, so the a lot of the, the monitoring and stuff has always been kind of a key focus, whether it be on the systems engineer side or even now as a platform engineer, um, that space, that, that monitoring has always been really key to understanding, you know, what's going on in the platform or what's going on within the infrastructure. And and you know, has always been kind of a root of things that I wanted to make sure we take 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 with me as we, we go to different roles.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um Anything in terms of just how you would describe uh, that, you know, a a typical day?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the times, even doing stuff on the infrastructure side, I think a lot of it, and this isn't like necessarily a negative connotation, but a lot of it is uh, can be siloed work where you're just kind of doing your own thing. There are tickets out there, projects that are out there, and you're kind of working through that. You're still collaborating with. Different teams, um, you know, and, and working on tickets or projects or whatever it is. Um, again, just making sure the overall health of the environment is up and running, and um, you know, just keeping the lights on. Basically, I think is, is a lot of the way that that don't. Again, don't that doesn't is not a necessarily a negative thing, but it's just like you know, it's it's more kind of doing your own thing, working at your own. Pace and mm-hmm. you're collaborating. You're doing different things, um, but I don't think it's nearly as much as it is now on the platform side. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So so just kind of keeping an eye on things within the infrastructure was kind of a daily task. You know, checking in, making sure um, you know things haven't changed, and um, and working on tickets and, and kind of going through uh, through that environment.
0: Okay. And so, you know, you mentioned the, like the level of collaboration and collaborative work that you're doing. Sounds like that's something that now as a platform engineer, that's much higher. But, you know, if you just step back and look at, you know, now what makes up a typical day for you, what does that involve?
1: Yeah, so n- now there's a lot more. I think in the in the in the other side of just doing infrastructure, there was a lot less work within the product teams that um, that we have now. And again, a lot of our journey is very uh, is new. So having a lot of these product teams that are working on specific areas within the e-com environments or you know within corporate environments, uh, those kind of things are are fairly new. But working with them and um, is is a lot there's a lot more of that going on working with the developer, um, is more of a daily routine than, than it was in, in the past Mm -hmm. just because a lot of times we would spin up a VM or whatever and, you know, hand it over to the dev team to just say, Hey, go at it and do your thing. And, you know, we'll make sure that it's up and running all the time. Whereas now with the, within the, the developer, um, the DevOps side, it's a little bit more collaborative where we're working with the product teams to make sure that not only is their application up and running, but um, we're working on uh, making sure that their environment that they're, that they're working in is, is functioning properly. And I think a lot of what we've tried to enable these teams to do is to kind of build things the way that they want to build them and kind of give them the free reign to go out and do stuff. Um, and then, but, but some of that means that they still come back to us to kind of help them through that project or that, that application that they're dealing with. And, and, you know, it may not be something that they're used to doing since they're always coding, but we want to be able to kind of work with them and collaborate and, and work together to make sure that they're uh, running and functioning and, you know, getting what they need out of the application or environment that they're building.
0: So, just to kind of, I don't know if you can bring that into a concrete example of something where a development team might come back to you because there's something that they want to use. Like, I don't know, like a particular technology that's, you
1: know, yeah. So we yeah. had a um, yeah we had one of our product teams um, that was spinning up their own um, Elastic instance, Elastic cluster um, in Azure, and they were. Everything was running fine and, and doing well. They they started to see some latency or performance issues that they really wanted to look at and kind of narrow down to find out. You know, is it in the platform that's running it in the Cloud Foundry platform? Is it in their Elastic VMs that are running? You know, where was that at? And so it was a lot of looking through logs, but just kind of working together and sharing data between that. Where we you know got together on a call or whatever and started sharing things within a channel and just kind of, you know, collaborating together to ultimately find some some things that we were able to say, hey, you should probably do this, um, you know, change the IOPS or change your disk or whatever, and, you know, help get that some of that performance. But it was a, a, an area where we said, hey, here, you can go and build this. We're giving you the power to build this. Uh, so they went and built that Elastic Cluster. And then they came back to us and said, hey, we, we could use some help on this. And, you know, kind of work together to solve that problem.
0: Mm, yeah. And it's something, you know, just to, to pick on that example, is troubleshooting performance for elastic clusters something that you'd ever worked on before?
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we had done, like, especially in this world now, even though it's a new journey, a lot of the change... That we're seeing in exporting Goods is embracing and some of the new open, not, not new, but some of the open source technologies and tool sets that are out there that really I had not had a lot of experience with in the past because I had always really dealt a lot with the Microsoft stack of tools and, and stuff there. And that's work in that space. So this is uh, given us the opportunity to kind of work on those kind of... Uh, environments, a lot more, obviously, Linux and those kind of things where, you know, I had not had that experience prior to, um, you know, join the platform team and, you know, still get to to kind of mess in that world with, you know, the Prometheus, the Grafana's and the, you know, those kind of open source things that are now very much a daily, you know, something we're doing every day.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cool that, you know, if the part of your, you know, if I can sort of summarize and um, and recap here a little bit, it sounds like a big part of or some part of your day now involves potentially having to dive into a completely new uh, technology space that one of the development teams that you're supporting has has decided to, to use to, to solve something they're trying to um, build. And, you know, on any given day, you might have to go in and, and suddenly like learn about, you know, how to troubleshoot performance in an elastic cluster. Is that a fair recap?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of the, a lot of times what we're looking at, you know, there's core concepts that we're always going to be you know, familiar with on like for me on the infrastructure side or the, you know, cloud side, whatever, but yeah, absolutely. We're going to, we've, we've gone into where we really try to help uh, enable the product teams, but also uh, help support them any way we can. I think a lot of times we are trying to, you know, a lot of us on the team are going above and beyond to uh, help in those endeavors. But also, I think we all are, you know, technology folks where we like to learn new things and get our feet wet with stuff too. So uh, that's always helpful. Yeah. Um, You know, dealing with these new technologies or different technologies and then we're, you know, we're in there learning when they're helping. And, you know, some of us are even, I never really came back from a, like a coding background by any means, but you know, there's still a lot of that now, a lot more of that now in the in the cloud platform side compared to you know where it was before,
0: for sure. Okay, and that that sort of starts to tee up my next couple of questions. Um, the first of which is thinking about coming from the the, the systems engineering side of things, um, you know, dealing with VSphere and whatnot. What things there have like continue to serve you well, whether it's knowledge or relationships or or skills, you're kind of, you've kind of hinted at, at this already, but just, you know, what would you say has, um, you've carried with you and, and just is continues to be part of how you're successful?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, the old world in the, in the infrastructure side, there's still a lot of, there was a lot of command line stuff and a lot of, uh, you know, scripting and that kind of thing. That's really amplified itself quite significantly on the in the world that we're in now. Um, you know, uh, we're trying to do a lot of our infrastructure as code now and, you know, having uh, Ansible or you know, whatever else kind of scripting or building pipelines we've got out there. You know, we want to kind of, going to do that more programmatically now than, than before. Not necessarily, you know, know, there are areas that we're doing that still on the infrastructure side now, and not to take away from that, but that's still like a lot of, a lot more of that going on now. And the relationship side, you know, with the teams that we were working on is still really important. And I think in some ways that's changed as well, too. I mean, we've always worked with security or networking and those kind of partners within the um, the infrastructure and how that's yeah. um, kind of set up in DSG. But also, too, I think a lot of like what we're doing now is, is we're really trying to work with those parties uh, more collaboratively. A lot of the stuff recently with some things that we're doing in GitHub, we've tried to partner with the security team and kind of, um, you know, harvest those relationships that we've been building to, get, to really help promote the platform as a whole and so that I think that's been really um, important too from in days past just continuing on building those bridges um, with other teams and and kind of bring that into the world that we're at now because it's really important to to have those open dialogues and conversations not only with security teams and others but you know within the leadership organization as well and and I think that's You know, the leadership team within the org has been really instrumental in getting where we're at with being able to embrace new technologies and accept, you know, not really failure, but yeah, accepting failure as like something that's part of the journey as we're learning and iterating on the platforms themselves.
0: Tell me a little bit more about that in terms of that something that feels newer or is something that is more of an evolution of an existing way that that you related with these other teams and with leadership the notion of how we we think about and deal with failure
1: yeah I think it's it's definitely um, I think it's been an evolution within the company I think I've had a really a good privilege of working with some really good managers in on the infrastructure side and, and currently on the platform side that that have been really good at identifying talent and and kind of really harvesting creative thinking um in both worlds. So I think that's always kind of existed in some ways. And I think it's just more talked about, maybe more now, and more of an idea that's like promoted as far as like, you know, getting that MVP out, that 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 minimal viable product that's that's out there, getting that out and um, I think it's just something that's always been talked about. I mean, like I said, at, at previous, my manager was always like, you know, let's just, let's get version one out the door and then we'll, we'll go from that. But that's really like tried to be a, an idea that's continued and just evolved as the organization itself has changed and kind of try to develop some more um, agile uh, thought processes and uh, teams without, within the organization.
0: Yeah, so do, if I could venture a a recap there it sounds like there's there's been a healthy foundation throughout for trying new things but it's going from the infrastructure side to the platform side has been an evolution in that you're you you talk about and implement those agile practices and lean practices if you will even more is that fair
1: yeah, for sure. And, you know, we've I think a, a lot that's been helpful is having the, the leadership from taking that on and really promoting that from the top down. And that makes it easier for us to kind of do what we're wanting to do or, you know, build those platforms, do those things. But also, too, I think a lot of what's been really helpful for us uh, as a platform team has been the product groups that we're serving or that are being hosted in the in the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've we've gone to like other talks and different events where we're we're talking about this collaborative approach or whatever it is. And a lot of times the companies are like, well, how do you deal with these developers and these product teams? And we've been very fortunate to like not really have a lot of resistance, but but have a lot of buy in and the collaboration going on within the organization amongst uh, these teams has been really Really good for us to kind of get work done uh, as a whole across multiple groups, but also internally for them to kind of help each other and promote that um, that again that collaborative um, idea between uh, you know all those teams. So it it has been you know something that is a culture change, but very much driven from from the leadership. Team, in order to to get to where we're at today.
0: Okay, so just to take the second part of this question, is then what are the things that you've had to learn as you've transitioned from yep. being more of a systems engineer to a platform engineer, and what you know you, you alluded earlier to Linux systems and, and a lot of new open source projects. But you know what what kind of comes top of mind the things that you've had to learn, and then also how have you gone about Learning those things, what's been useful?
1: Sure, yeah. So, I mean, you know, working in the vSphere world, obviously, there's um, Linux experience there. You're, there's scripting and there's um, you know command line stuff that's that's going on as you administer you know those kind of environments. And that's very. There's a lot of that going on where we're at today, um, where we're again, like mentioned earlier, we're trying to get to where we're deploying infrastructure as code. So taking the 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 scripting models the those kind of things has been real helpful to bring into this world but um, you know learning Linux has been a big one and a lot of so one thing too that's been real helpful in this journey was when the plat, the platform team was created there were we were kind of different people from different journeys within the IT space um, that that were Kind of brought together just to form this team. So a lot of my learning has been just talking to the you know guy who was doing more of the Linux admin stuff, and you know, hey, how do I do this, or can you walk me through that? So you know when we are doing the work within our team, we're, we're trying to adopt, a you know, kind of a pairing model when it comes to the things that we're working on. So that has always been helpful to learn new things from, from people within the team, you know, as well as, you know, obviously going out and reading docs or, you know, whatever that's out there. But I think like a lot of that, just like on the job training that someone else has had from another space and bringing that into the team and kind of working with them has been more of an effort uh, or more of a benefit rather to learn these new technologies like uh, you know bash or you know whatever else that we're using. It's just to learn from other people who have done it and be open to learning new things. I love trying out new things and and learning new things. A lot of times I'm probably uh, wanting to use new t- ideas or technologies probably more s- sooner rather than I should. but um, I think that, I've always enjoyed learning and trying something new, um, if it makes sense for the business. And I think that um, you know, having a scripting or um, you know, in the Scam world of writing management packs and kind of code, some of the code stuff that's there, those kind of things really helped make that transition. Because, like in now as a cloud engineer, there's you know more of that uh, going on for sure, and understanding um, you know having those that that base. For some of this um, tech that we're using now has been really helpful in the new role.
0: What's been the the hardest thing to pick up?
1: That's a, a valid question. I, You know, I, again, I think that just tr- just changing the, the the scripting model into another another language has been a bit of a um, a challenge. I think another good thing is it's not really been a. Um, it's it's still a challenge, but like working with different cloud providers um, and kind of working through those nuances between each one and understanding that has been, you know, there's been some struggles there with with running the way we're running our, our cloud foundry environments in different spaces. And then Linux is always a challenge for me. So I'm still a lot. The more I'm in it, the more I love it. But uh, it's 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 fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, and um, and I think that uh, very practical learning of working and pairing with folks who have more experience. Yeah. Um, If there's anything you want to add to that, just, you know, I I hope these uh, these interviews can be a bit of a resource for other folks who are on this journey and trying to learn what and how they should go about trying to, to pick up new skills. So if there's anything, anything else other than that kind of pairing model that that's helped, then then please chime in.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, pairing has been good, but I also think just doing something, or even if it's even if it fails, like actually getting in and doing something is is really a good way that I've learned over uh, the years when it comes to the platform stuff. A lot of the like the really deep core things that I'm learning about, um, either Cloud Foundry or Kubernetes or whatever, has always been just absolutely failing. At it and then, but then getting into the weeds of why it failed in order to understand, you know how that's working. I mean, taking a, a course on Kubernetes or whatever is helpful, but it's it's also really helpful to just fail at it or jump into it and kind of and try it out and then learn from that way as well too. Almost not really reverse engineering, but really just kind of getting that experience. I think has been really helpful for a lot of us on the team
0: yeah is that something that you find um it's helpful to set aside time for
1: yeah it is it's it's something we've i think we've struggled with it a little bit, but we definitely acknowledge that it's very important um and we've we've tried to like uh, either set aside days or hours um within a day to kind of continually feed that desire to learn and and try new things and be innovative and not just be a platform team that is keeping the lights on you know for the product teams but also be one that's that's being that's creating new things for the platform so that others can either consume or you know whatever whatever perspective you know just make it easier to to do something in the platform and learn something new while you're trying it too so we we that that kind of that idea of continuing to to learn you know that's something we're still that we try to drive a lot i think and um, I think is very important, not only in the platform side, but any any space, right? I mean, it's always good to uh, continually learn new things and new skill sets.
0: Now, if you were to go back and do this whole uh, transition journey uh, again, of course, it's a journey that you're probably, you know, you're still on because when sure. is it ever end? <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, if you were to go back and and sort of, you know, take the the at least the the, the first part over again, what would you, would you do anything differently? Um, and what advice would you have for someone who's a, a vSphere pro today um, or a Hyper-V pro? Um, and, you know, they're looking to develop into a, a a platform engineer kind of DevOps pro. What advice would you give?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, that, you know, getting into being a VSphere admin or, you know, working on that side has always, that's just been, that was something that, I kind of just got thrown into in some ways, but also too, it was a good opportunity to learn something new and then develop a skill. So I think continuing that idea of always trying something new is really important. I think a lot of times there were were times where I was kind of stuck in where I was at just because I'm familiar and comfortable with it, and that that uh, that idea you know just made me want to learn things within that space or whatever without really looking outside of uh, and trying something new. So I would definitely encourage folks to get out and, and, and try something new, continuing to learn different things because, you know, the the things that we're doing in tech continually change and improve. And now with like really cool things like Kubernetes and stuff being brought into the vSphere world, like a lot of these worlds are kind of colliding together between what's happening there and what, you know, what platform engineering is doing and, and kind of bridging those gaps together. I mean, it's still really important, um, you know, for us to have that that bridge between us and the, and the current VM, the vCenter admins and the infrastructure guys, because they're doing really cool things, building out um, stuff on-prem for developers to consume these resources. And so... You know, I think that, that that's a continually evolving kind of process and in continuing to learn and iterate on new ideas and um, yeah, new tools is, is always important. And I would I would just continue to encourage folks to continue to try to you know, look into that, push yourself to learn new things um, and not be you know, complacent or just content with where you're at and you know, try to try to really expand your horizon in, in that thinking
0: and uh and and what's potentially something that folks could do would do differently uh, that you would recommend they do differently than than how you approached it the first time or would it would it be no change from from how you went about it
1: no, I mean a lot of i mean I was very fortunate in in the journey to get where I'm at I think you know as mentioned earlier, I always like to to say I'm like a founding member of the platform team at exporting Goods, but it's it's really i i got Poached almost from where I was at into this environment, to some degree, where you know we're building this collaborative platform team, and it, and and honestly, I was a little bit you know not as open to that idea just because of the uncertainties of what was going, what that was going to look like. So I would definitely you know probably be more open minded to potentially what that could uh, open the door for, and not just kind of discard it. Um, those kind of opportunities, if something weren't like that, were to come about. Um, earlier on, too, uh, before the platform team, I, I was helping one of the subsidiaries that we had kind of build out their e-com e- environment and and kind of run DevOps a little bit and not really having a whole lot of experience in that realm. I still wanted to help them out for the benefit of the company, for sure, and but also to learn new things. and. So I took on some of those roles to really learn more about DevOps and what that looks like which was then helpful in making a transition into the platform team now cuz that DevOps world of of ci and, and and helping folks deploy things and and build things is a lot more of what's going on now than where in the old world before so and that I don't know that I would have really had that experience without just trying it and putting myself out there to to try something
0: new well thank you so much John this has been a, a kind of a wonderful review of your your journey and and I think there's a lot of great nuggets in here for for folks who are coming coming at things from the the, sure. the VSphere pro side and I think there's a lot that folks can take a lot of confidence in and building on the skills that they've got so thank you so much for sharing.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate all that, like all the VMware is doing to really harvest these kind of collaborative conversations and community. I think it's really beneficial as folks are making those transitions. I think it's very important. And uh, so thank you for for having these conversations. Hopefully it, it is meaningful to someone, but yeah, it's it's been a good journey and it's it's been exciting. So thank you.
0: My pleasure. All right, well, have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you.